Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the Kingdom of Heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hi everyone, thank you for joining me for another episode of Real Truth with Ruth. Today we're going to talk about dreaming with God, but before we do that, I really want to encourage you to visit my website, ruthhendrickson.org, and to purchase my book, Positioned, How to Be Aligned and Empowered to Walk in Your Divine Destiny. There's a workbook that goes with that also. Now, why? Why am I bringing this up? Because I want you to be equipped and empowered to really dream with God and to walk into the fullness of who he's called you to be, what he's put within you. And this book is going to help you learn to dream. A lot of scripture in it, some of my personal story, and I really think it's going to encourage you. So pick that up today. Now, let's dive into dreaming with God. I vividly remember sitting during my quiet time. My life was about to change direction. I sat there, I pondered with God, and he invited me into a season of dreaming with him. Now, honestly, I thought I'd been doing this all along. You see, years before, he had placed a picture in my heart, and that picture had been growing and growing. And the result of this was I was about to take a huge risk in order to step into a God-given dream. What I didn't understand was the extent of the invitation and the level and style of thinking that he was calling us into. And I think we can all relate to that. So how are you dreaming with God? Do you feel like it's a new season that you need to step it up a little bit? Is he opening doors that you never imagined? You see, many of us pray for this type of God download. In fact, we have a scriptural promise that God will pour out dreams. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. You see, people have been dreaming for centuries, and yet this word somehow felt different. I would suggest it's dreaming from a different level and a different perspective. And so again, that scripture, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. That's actually found in Acts 2.17. Now that's quoted from the Old Testament. So it's a really powerful, powerful passage. But as we talk about dreams, I want to dive into the book of Genesis, because in Genesis, we meet this young man, by the name of Joseph. And Joseph can teach us so much about dreams because at the tender age of 17, Joseph was a dreamer that had so went into his heart and into his the very depths of his being. So it reads, one night Joseph had a dream. When he told his brothers about it, they hated him more than ever. Listen to this dream, he said. We are out in the field tying up bundles of grain. Suddenly my bundle stood up. Your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before mine. His brothers responded, So you think you will be our king, do you? Do you actually think you will reign over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dreams and the way he talked about them. Soon Joseph had another dream, and again he told his brothers about it. Listen, I have had another dream, he said. The sun, moon, and eleven stars bowed low before me. This time he told the dream to his father, as well as to his brothers. But his father scolded him. What kind of dream is that, he asked. Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow to the ground before you? But while his brothers were jealous of Joseph, 
his father wondered what these dreams meant. You see, as Joseph shared these dreams, his family was shocked. His brothers hated him. And as you know, they eventually sold him into slavery. His father went and questioned the authenticity of them. And he attempted to quiet, but he went and he quietly considered the meaning of the dreams at the same time. So even though Joseph took the status um, quo, Jacob came to the realization that there was more to the dreams than what was understood in that moment. Do you hear me? As Joseph shook the status quo, Jacob, his father, was pondering these things and actually came to the realization that there was more to the dream than what was understood in this moment. We need to come to the place where we understand that when we're dreaming with God, there will be more to that dream than what is understood in the moment. You see, over the years, I had to learn to contend for my dreams. Just because I knew it was from God, that certainly didn't mean that everyone would agree. Some would even think it was not possible. Some would think I was not capable of experiencing this as part of my life. Some people would actually come up against the dream. Others would encourage it. And others would just stay silent. But you see, in the midst of all this, we have to understand, we have to grab on to the fact that these dreams that God gives us, these God dreams, have the capacity to take us into new realms. After all, isn't that what walking with God is all about? You see, Joseph's world in the midst of all this was turned upside down. And yeah, he was forced, literally forced, to leave his life behind. He went from being the favored child into a life of slavery in Egypt. And during this time of great transition, Joseph had to learn to dream again. You see, it's important for us to understand that in times of tragedy and in times of trauma, it is vital that we do not lose our future visions. Here was Joseph. He was in a situation where nothing was making sense. But in the midst of this, I want to suggest that he found a way to hang on to his dreams. You see, as Joseph's journey continued, it was critical for him to hang on to the dream giver, to hang on to God, as it allowed him to walk into a new realm of influence rather than to be held in a cage of slavery. His external circumstances were definitely not what he envisioned. But he also had no idea that they would be the stepping stones into the very realm of influence that he saw in his dreams as a teenager at the age of 17. You see, walking into our God dreams and our God-ordained destiny seldom looks the way we think it will look. You see, in order to walk into this new realm, we have to let go of the familiar and the comfortable. But within the God dream, there's also a component. It has the potential to release creative ideas. I think one of the things that has impressed me the most about dreaming with God is that release of creative ideas. You see, by nature, I don't see myself as a highly creative person. However, when I am dreaming with God, I'm dreaming with the most creative being that has ever or will ever exist. And that aspect changes everything. So let me say that to you. When you are dreaming with God, when you join hands with him, when you dare to dream the impossible, when you look from a different perspective, when you partner with him, it doesn't matter how creative you are in the natural. 
Because when you dream with him, you are dreaming with the most creative being that has ever or will ever exist. And that opens doors. It it changes the perspective. That aspect of dreaming with him changes everything because you begin to dream into the areas that are naturally impossible, but because of who he is, they become possible. Let me back up also say in times of trauma and tragedy, it is absolutely essential that you hang on to those dreams. Do not let them die. They might look different. You might not even understand how you're going to get there. Just step back and imagine Joseph with these dreams in the very core of his being, being thrown into a pit, sold into slavery, dragged to a foreign land. But God could use even that, even that trauma and even that tragedy to position Joseph for something more because our God is just that good. But there can be seasons as we're dreaming with God where it feels like that dream is stripped away it's stolen like we you know we just had something bad to eat and it really wasn't a god dream but when you know it's a god dream you hang on to it no matter what the circumstances around you look like you focus on it you meditate on it you you let it continue to grow in your being and you don't worry that what is happening in the natural doesn't necessarily match up because God is not restricted by what's happening around us in the natural. So we have to guard that ability to dream with God. Now, one other thing about Joseph is he actually moved from being a dreamer to becoming a dream interpreter. You see, Joseph hung on to God. And so God went and actually enabled him to hear others' dreams from a heavenly perspective. We see evidence of this as he interprets the cupbearers and the baker's dreams in Genesis 40. But again, it didn't stop there. You see, often we think that we've hit the ceiling. But all it is, we haven't hit the ceiling. We've just taken another step in God's plan. You see, he is repositioning us into another sphere of influence. These encounters that Joseph had, they eventually paved the way into Pharaoh's presence to interpret his dreams, and to present a creative plan from the throne room of heaven. And this very plan we find out in Genesis 41 didn't just save a people group, it actually saved nations, and that's plural, it saved nations. One of the phrases that I love in the midst of the story is when Pharaoh is telling his advisors and he's presenting Joseph's plan. Now remember, Joseph was a foreigner in the land, you know, he he was sold into slavery. He was brought there. He did some jail time, but it was not going to disqualify him because things that happen within our lives do not disqualify us from the fullness of God's plans. You see, again, God used them as stepping stones because our God is that good. So he's talking, Pharaoh's talking to his advisors and he's presenting Joseph's plan. And he asks his advisors a key question. I want you to hear this. Can we find anyone else like this man so obviously filled with the Spirit of God. You see, Joseph had been spending time with the Lord. Whether he was being hauled away into slavery, whether he was doing prison time, whether he was serving the king, he had been guarding that relationship with God. And because he'd been guarding that relationship with God, he was infused with the Spirit of God, with the life of God. And so I love this. Can we find anyone else like this man so obviously filled with the Spirit of God? 
Can you imagine what would happen if we dreamed with God so much? We spent so much time with him that the world around us, that they would be saying, where can we find anyone else like this man or like this woman that's so obviously filled with the Spirit of God? So as I've been going through this, I find myself asking a number of questions. The first one is, am I dreaming with God in such a way that I'm so filled with the Spirit of God that I, as I dream with God, that I interpret dreams with God. The second one is, am I listening in such a way that creative ideas are released and lives are saved? Remember, nations were saved because Joseph listened with God. You see, no matter what my lot or position in life is, do I have the courage to speak to rulers and those in authority? Here's another one. Am I holding on to my past and trying to stay in my comfort zone? Or am I stepping into new spheres of influence? And finally, do I realize that my current situation may only be a stepping stone to the fullness of what God has for me? So all that to say the dreams matter. It might be many, many years before we see them play out. And the journey and the outcome, (laughs) they're going to look very different from what we thought. But it is important that we do not abort our God-given dreams because you never know where you may end up walking because God has a plan and what feels like a ceiling to us, what feels hopeless to us in his hands can become a stepping stone to impart what he has for us to open up those new realms to save families, to save people groups, to save nations. So don't give up with dreaming with God because he has more for you than what you can imagine. But remember, it's not going to look the way that you think it should look or the way I think it should look because God sees things differently. And when we dream with God, it is one spot where we really, really understand that we see in a mirror dimly. We certainly do not understand the fullness of what he's doing. So be encouraged, keep growing in the Lord, Dream with him. Keep going for it. You never know the influence, the impact that you can have for the kingdom of heaven. He is that good. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.